0: We know that, sadly, many a foodie travel adventure has been put on hiatus this summer. And maybe that's driving you a little loco moco. Had a trip planned to a tropical locale, but now you troppa can Oh no. Well, journey with Father Raj to the Paradise of the Pacific this week with his good friend, Father EJ of the Diocese of Honolulu, to talk about all things Hawaiian food and more. Stay aloha fam. This is Spamished and Fed. The Hunger spirit. Make Jesus always of you hunger.
1: Are you famished? Are you fed? Are you famished? Are you Are you fed? Are you, fed? Are you, fed? Are you fed? What is up, Fam, uh, welcome to Famished and Fed, where we talk about food and we talk about faith. And uh, it's uh, a joy to be here with you guys today. It's Father Raj here hosting tonight. I am pleased to welcome uh, to our show, to the Famished and Fed uh, family, uh, my good and dear friend, Father EJ. Welcome, Father EJ. Aloha.
2: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Father Raj.
1: It's good to have you. You are you are our first uh, priest guest on Famished and Fed, so that's a, a special thing, and wow. uh, uh, I'm glad to have you here. And it's it's actually really cool because it's a mini reunion. Um, Rence, uh, the founder of Urban Picks, is uh, our sound producer tonight. Or he's producing tonight, and uh, you know all three of us were in the seminary together, Mount Angel Seminary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rence, just got recently married.
0: Congratulations you hamburgers yes. I, I see the, the the jealousy in father ej's eyes when it's a- <laughs> oh,
2: <wow. laughs>
1: coming out strong with the, with wow. the shots oh.
0: just kidding just kidding. Like
1: we <laughs> we, yeah we may have to mute his microphone in a second um, before we get into uh to more um uh with father ej i do want to mention um, something with our show is um you know it's, it's less lovely tonight it's um it's less beautiful. Um, uh, unfortunately, our um, our uh, my co host uh, Cecilia, the the other part of Famished and Fed, um, unfortunately she can't join us tonight. So um, we're doing this uh, episode uh, flying without her, and, and you know it is. It, it it's less lovely, you know, right? Because if if um, if everything that exists participates in beauty, well you know um cc doesn't exist on this podcast tonight Oh, gosh, that sounds so sad saying it um and thus our show is is less beautiful so you have to deal with with my mug father ej and
0: and wrenches i uh, so, I'm sorry reading about in between that folks. Lines. <laughs> yeah i i consider myself beautiful i can fulfill some of that beauty good, good, yeah, for, yes. you, Rents. Yes, good Rents. for you rench um, yes you
1: for you are you do participate in beauty we all do but um uh, maybe less so this
0: evening. Um, <laughs> thank, okay, cool. Thanks, thanks, Father. You, you,
1: yes, thank you, Rens, for filling in filling in some of that. But we do miss you, CC, If you're listening, I know you're listening. You're going to be listening to this, but we miss you. And one of the good things about this um, is that uh, it means that we're going to have to have another episode uh, on our topic. Our topic tonight is on Hawaiian food and the culture, the food culture in Hawaii. And we'll be talking with Father EJ, who is a priest of the Diocese of Honolulu, um, regarding some of um, a lot of different things things but um so when we do have time to get cc on in her packed schedule um we can talk about more things about hawaiian food actually she wants to take a field trip i was just talking to her so maybe one day we'll we'll be recording there in the the islands of hawaii oh
2: you would be more than welcome to you know that
1: Oh, we hear that, CC? Father EJ is going to take us on a food uh, tour, food tour of oh. Hawaii. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes.
2: Well, yes, 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 yes,
0: yes. by nature of me taking CeCe's spot, you know, I, I should be there too, right? Is that what's happening? Well, <laughs> um, you you,
1: you got to bring your wife and your kids.
0: Oh hopefully. yeah, there we go.
2: But okay. I, don't, I don't know when this
1: quarantine thing is going to be over. You know, that's that's true. We 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 may have a, a we may you know be able to do lots of Hawaii episodes, but you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about a, a few things about Hawaiian food this evening and. And hopefully, um, uh, we'll have an opportunity to dig into some other things. I think I think CC wants to do a a, a malasadas episode. We have some good friends who um, you know do malasadas and stuff. So we're we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll talk more about Hawaii. But miss you, CC, and uh, for all of you listeners who were looking forward to hearing CC today, I'm sorry. I will try and make up for it, and uh, and Rens Rens will do his best to um, bring that uh, that that sass uh, that that CC uh, brings. Um, so, um, I don't want to say too much more about CC cause if you are a regular listener to the show, you know that, uh, she has issues with humility. Um, so, she, uh, <laughs> so I don't want her head to get too big, but we, we do miss you. And, um, yes, it's less beautiful this evening, uh, or this, this episode without you, CC come back soon and, um, and continue to, to, to share your, your great gifts with the famished and fed family, but We do have this episode right here, ready for all of you uh, to talk about um, Hawaiian food, Hawaiian culture, talk to Father EJ a little bit about his priesthood. We're going to be doing all about all that, but... um I'm going to let him introduce himself in a quick second, but Father E.J. is a priest of the Diocese of Honolulu. Um, he also went to culinary school before he went to the seminary. His capstone, which we'll talk about uh, later, uh, revolved around uh, the meal and communion, and, and so um, uh, he's got a lot of great uh, things to share with us. But uh, Father E.J., why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe your, your connection with food?
2: Oh, okay. Well, um, as Father Raj mentioned, I'm Father E.J. Resintal. Uh, Priest for the Diocese of Honolulu um, just celebrated my fourth anniversary of um, priesthood. Um, Father Raja and I were uh, ordained both in 2016. Um, I'm the pastor of Sacred Heart Church um, in Honolulu, as well as uh, the pastor of our parochial school, uh, Marinal School, which is the um, diocesan um, elementary and high school. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy busy. It's constantly on the go, but it's uh, definitely uh, rewarding and um, fulfilling. Um, this life that this life that we live, uh, one day is not anything from the other. And I think Father Raj can probably attest to that as well, too. Um, you know, and my connection to food is um, like probably all of us. We all probably love to eat mm-hmm. and. Um, definitely, um, you know, food for me is, was always a, a celebration, whether if it was from, you know, the simplest meal of, you know, corned beef and onions, uh, to, you know, something very fancy, you know, a buffet or, you know, you know, steak dinner or whatever at a fancy restaurant. It was always, food was always something to be celebrated. And, you know, I've always seen it as, as, as something sacred and, and, and binding it without going further into our, our yeah. talk, you know, um, that just kind of, um, the thing raised around food, learn, learn to cook, love to cook, love to, um, be with people and, um, celebrate.
1: Yeah. And I, I know I was blessed, uh, to uh, share in, in, in father EJ's gifts and cooking while I was in the seminary. Um, you know, every now and again, he would cook something up. So I, it, it, it sustained me, it nourished me. And, um, um And it definitely was um uh, some sacred times, right? Like even the brotherhood we shared together in cooking and all that, um you know, Rens was part of that too. And, and yeah. I, I don't know if he's going to be able to remember some of our meals together, but even just the meals at table, I think we, we all can yeah. say that that was really key to our brotherhood and our fraternity.
0: Yeah, and if you, you don't remember this, uh, Father EJ, but I remember we had a conversation that I, I noticed how you eat in seminary, and uh, you were weird, weirded out. But uh, how you eat, I remember but you were like always... just staring at him you across the table. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, okay, the, okay. Uh, backstory: There was another seminary watching you eat. Huh? Who uh, is a good <laughs> friend of ours, uh, a, a, an amazing baker named Neil, oh. and he oh. I, had a, oh. okay. and so he told me, "Hey, did you notice how uh, EJ eats?" And I was like, "No, I don't." And then. You know, he said, and I we talked about it, Um, and I I I talked to you about it. but I don't remember the conversation. I don't don't
2: remember. I don't remember the conversation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I asked you, hey, like you know, we noticed that you eat your food like one at a time, like you eat your salads first, and then your meat, and then your rice. Because at the time, I would just like combine everything and wolf it down. Right. Uh, And then you said something along the lines of like, well, you know, why rush the food? Like, just enjoy each part. And like, I was like, oh my goodness, like I never thought about it that way. That yeah, you know, I mean, it, it might be if
2: part of. If I'm, it also might be part of my OCD. I, I probably realized after four years of there's some particular things that we do. You know,
1: yeah, no, man, I, no, no.
2: I, I, I don't remember that, but thank you for reminding me of that. I I appreciate
1: that. That that's a great story, Rance. I've never yeah. heard that either. So thank you know, you. that'll that'll be um that'll be on Father EJ's uh, saint card one day. His prayer yeah. card. You know, enjoy why the rush. Why enjoy it. Rush. Why, enjoy why rush view. it? Enjoy it. Very good. Oh uh, well, um, thank you for introducing yourself, Father EJ. Uh, nobody can see that. Uh, nobody can see the faces you're making on this podcast. So, but um, but uh, that's that's great. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll probably share a couple more seminary stories in in a little bit. But it's good to have you. Um, I saw you're taking a drink. I, I want uh, you to know that you know um, even though we're gonna be having a taste test in a little bit, um, I am. I'm drinking um, some. Kona Brewing Company in your honor tonight. Um, oh, you too. Oh, we're drinking the same You're thing. Long same Bordeaux. thing. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, awesome. And um, I'm also going to be, even though I do, we do have a particular taste test later. I am snacking on some um, uh, Kings Hawaiian rolls. Oh, nice. <laughs> Just, uh, trying oh, to get in the, nice. the Hawaii mood, right?
0: <laughs> um, I haven't had that um, in a while.
1: Rens, you should go get some. Um, you know, some Kings Hawaiian rolls. Um, Your red uh, Father E.J. Uh, one of our first episodes uh, on this podcast, "Famiship Fed," was about bread, and I don't know if you know, Rence has become a, an avid baker. I, and,
2: uh, I I vaguely recall
1: that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, if you get a chance, to listen to it. We, he's a he's a sourdough savant. Oh, as we named him on our first episode. Oh, I didn't name you yet. We name all of our guests. Um, you um, are um, uh, you're probably you're like the Hawaiian. Head honcho, <laughs> Hawaiian <laughs> head honcho. I like that. Or, uh, I like the that. P- the priest of paradise. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, be uh, careful what you say. Bite your tongue. Uh,
1: Hawaii, you <laughs> well, <Hawaii, Hawaii> know, <laughs> uh the paradise. Paradise, do some, so. but you know. Well,
2: well, well that's not the, what this is about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into what this is about. Let's get into Hawaiian, Hawaiian food. food. Hawaiian food today, Hawaiian culture, and some of those things. Um, we're just going to start off with like an opener question just for everybody. Rents, you can answer this too. We're we going to include here tonight. Um, I,
0: yeah. I'm going to need some help, you know. Uh, so I'll, I'll be honorary Hawaiian for today. I okay, there that. we go.
1: Have, have you been to Hawaii, Rents? Yeah, you've been to Hawaii, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. the first time I was was with uh, EJ and visiting with his family. On oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was on
2: Hawaii. Oh. Yeah,
0: for like two weeks.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yep, it was, it was fun. Rents, you were there for two weeks in Kauai. Island Boy. Yep. And um, yeah, some of my stories later we'll we'll talk about it. But um, I have some fond memories of, of Kauai also. So, but opening question. Um, all right, what is your, your favorite Hawaiian food? And that's for, for all, all three of us, I guess. Oh, uh, mine would have to be lau Lao. lau Lao. which is mm. the
2: uh, the pork wrapped in the the taro leaf, mm. and then steamed. Uh, that or you can use pork, fish, or chicken. Um, but it would have to be lau lao. That's yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. I actually uh, that was one of the first meals you, you I took you. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's actually, right. no, in, in your in your mom's house your parents' house, you yeah. steamed it there. Uh and then oh my gosh, I'm really bad with the names of but you, you got us boy? Was it boy? Boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And it was just uh, it was just a very, very strange like flavor. Well there is, is no flavor it. to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what's strange about it. <laughs> You, Jake, can you explain
1: to our, our listeners what, what poi is. So
2: poi is, um, you have to remember that in, in, in Hawaii, for traditional Hawaiian food, um, one of the predominant staples of, of the Hawaiian diet would be taro. Um, and they use everything, you know, some people might think coconuts or, or pineapple, but they're, they're wrong. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, uh the, the, one of the staples is the taro. And so they, leave, they use everything from the taro root, which is the vegetable itself, to the stalk and the, um, the leaf. And uh, for, for many, not only for food purposes, but uh, medicinal purposes and, you know, other practical purposes as well. So poi would be the basically would basically be the uh, mashed up taro vegetable or root. Mm. And um, they mix it with water. And um, it serves as a, as a starch, um, uh, but it basically, it doesn't have any taste. Uh, so it's it's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, traditionally at luaus it's served as a side dish and you would um, mix your, your lau lao or your kalua pork or your, your poke, your raw fish with the poi and that would give it its flavor.
1: You know? Awesome. Well, we'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, native Hawaiian food versus local Hawaiian local food, Hawaiian food some, yeah. some of that stuff in, in, in a second. But, okay, so um, Father EJ said uh, Lao Lao uh, is his favorite. Rents, what's your
0: favorite? Uh, it's kind of a uh, – maybe it's a cop-out, but I do like poke a lot. Um, some of the best poke I had was was on the islands. Um, and I think that the first – I don't know if that first ship was it, but I remember going to – uh, my friend who got married there, and like that was the first thing we got was getting fresh poke, yeah. and oh man, it was just uh, just something different about it. I don't know if it's the sun or just <laughs> the environment. I but, think it's the salt air, you know,
2: just the national
0: seasoning. Yeah, so so it would be definitely be poke. Um, you know, I eat tuna, uh, salmon, all that kind of good stuff, octopus. Awesome. Yeah,
1: my um, uh, for longtime listeners of either this podcast or also the Truly Universal podcast, uh, they know that I um, I cheat at these questions and I always um, answer like, "What's your favorite?" and I I, I say two. You list like so fifty?
0: Do... <laughs> no, you do like fifty or sixty.
1: <laughs> okay, well I'm going to do two today. I'm going to go to just two of my favorite Hawaiian foods, and it was tough because I'm a big dessert guy, and I and I had to cut out a couple desserts. So mm-hmm. um, oh, no, but my two I... favorite Hawaiian foods are going to be Loko Moko. Um mm-hmm. And then, um, and then, uh, Um, and we know that, that we'll talk about this in a little bit that that, you know, it's a mixture of cultures and, and, and all that. Um, uh, but those are my two favorites. Locomoco, which is, um, uh, you know, like a hamburger patty over rice with an egg and gravy. And, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I'm a big breakfast guy, so big fan of locomocos. Um, it's really hard for me not to order the locomoco whenever I go to a new Hawaiian restaurant. Oh, oh, so we, we call mine. it the widow
0: maker yeah it's, <laughs> maker. Why, why is that
1: because <laughs> it's the just widow lots maker. of fat lots of cholesterol
0: <laughs> so, um, oh I, yeah. I understand now that yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so I don't know how much longer I can eat that but I'm going to keep eating it until <laughs> enjoy well, it, as 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 it as long as you can. I can
0: you're not widowing then, anyone um, so I guess you're okay yeah, we,
1: we wouldn't make widows so <laughs> yeah that's right, and then um, uh, Simon is, um and maybe Father E J can explain a little bit more. But it's it's a it's a noodle dish and in broth. And I remember Father E J the second I landed, my first time visiting him in Kauai. I was actually on another island with some other friends, um, and I vid- and I popped over to Kauai, and um, we got right off the plane. And I think it was like li- close to it was close, later at close, night. It was close to midnight, I think. Yeah, yeah, close to midnight, and he he was like, "I'm going to take you. We're going to get some food." And we went to this. Um, You know, I don't want to offend anybody, but it it was a little kind of dark in the parking lot. It was was in the back alley. It was (laughs) was, was in the back alley. Yeah, I think we went through the back door. Yeah, went through the back door. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh no! Where are you taking Um, me? Where is he taking me?" But it was some of the best food I've ever had in my life. And it was – so the saimin that I I think I got had some spam in it. So it was noodle soup with broth, kind of like ramen, but um, it's a different kind of noodle. What's different about the noodle? Uh,
2: I think from my understanding – now, I I could be completely wrong, but um, saimin means uh, like a a smaller noodle Mm. as compared to ramen, which is a thicker noodle but not as Uh, thick as udon. Uh, okay. Yeah, so you got udon, you got ramen, and then you got saimin. And saimin uh, is a is a smaller, thinner noodle, from my understanding. Uh
1: but whatever it is, it was delicious. Uh it was fantastic. <laughs> it's still uh, you know, and you can you can get it in, with a lot of different meats, right? Uh Father EJ? Yeah, can you get can it get it with,
2: like, it with like spam, you can get it with roast pork, you can if if it's a really, really fancy saimin stand, then you get char soup. you know. Ooh. Um oh, and it, shoot, it yeah. always comes with um egg uh, vegetables, cabbages, you know, green onion, um, all of it. Sometimes fish cakes. Fish,
1: cake, fish cakes, fish cake, fish cake.
2: Fish
1: yeah, cakes. that's right. Fish cake. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. So those are my two local moco Simon. Um, and then, um, yeah, other, other, all kinds of good, good Hawaiian food out there. Um, all right. So that was our opener. Um, we wanted to share with, with the listeners a little bit about the history and the culture of Hawaiian food and maybe kind of um, talk about some of the the understandings of Hawaiian food. I'm going to share a little bit, and then I'm going to throw it over to Father E.J., who can kind of maybe um, walk us through a little bit more. Um, but uh, my understanding is that, um, you know, th- there's a distinction, as we mentioned earlier, between uh, native Hawaiian food and then local Hawaiian food. And, and, and we know that, um, you know, the, the Hawaiian islands were – uh, populated by um, explorers from the uh, from uh, other parts of Polynesia and the Pacific um, and they, when they first you know were um, coming to Hawaii and when they they brought um, or they, they cultivated um, taro and and some of these things they did a lot of fishing and a lot of that stuff and so some of those things that you see at a, at a luau are going to be more more towards the native Hawaiian stuff but but there's this also this wonderful tradition in Hawaii of, of local Hawaiian food which uh, the history there is that, and, and this is beautiful. And I, I kind of, and, and I'll get your take on it, Father Eugene, in a little bit. But it's like the body of Christ, right? Like that—that that you take um, all these different people, cultures, because they were coming to Hawaii to work the sugarcane farms or the um, the uh, the pineapple plantations, and they were coming from China, from Korea. They were coming from um, not from Portugal per se, from the Azores, right? From um, so Portuguese culturally Portuguese. Um, and I think the Portuguese families were, were immigrating here, so you have all these mixed cultures. Filipinos, uh, the three of us have um, uh, Filipino blood, and so all these cultures were mixing together, and they were mixing their food together, and that's how a lot of the Hawaiian food comes together. So it's, but it wasn't necessarily like okay, now it's a, it's not a, it's not a melting pot where everything gets lost and forgotten, but. There's still some distinct like character to um, the the ways that the different cultures came together, mm-hmm. right? Like so you you looked at like something like a loco moco, and it's like oh well, uh, American hamburger, mm-hmm. um, Japanese rice, Japanese rice, right? right? Or you look egg. at a bento, yeah. yeah, you look at the yeah. like uh, the classic um, uh, Hawaiian uh, box lunch, and mm-hmm. you've got like Korean uh, marinated Short ribs, meat, yeah. And, yeah. and then you've got mac uh, salad, fried salad, you got fried
2: noodles, sit, yeah, you know, yeah, but, somehow, fried noodles.
1: <laughs> It's beautiful, but that that somehow all of this comes together. And and correct me if I'm wrong, Father Ej. But I, I don't know if you shared this with me or, or maybe I learned it in a reading or something. But well, what would happen is people would the different workers at, on the plantations they would just share the food with one mm-hmm. another. So this is a beautiful sense of of sharing cultures. Um, and um, yeah, so it's so a lot of the things that we have today that we consider Hawaiian food, it's just it is this beautiful mix of um, of cultures and 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 sharing with one another. Um, what we might consider a fusion, but it really for them, they weren't um, they weren't fusing anything together. They were just they were they were living. just eating
2: and, and simply and and surviving. That's that's what they were doing, you know.
1: Awesome. Um, anything else? Can you can you dig us deeper into the history of Hawaiian food and maybe the culture of Hawaiian food? Well, and maybe you can go into that next question. What can Hawaiian food teach us?
2: You know, I think um, uh, so. Hawaiian food can teach us of exactly what Father Raj was saying. Um, Bringing of peoples together, and even in in if you go back to ancient Hawaiian um, you know culture, uh, food was always the center of of everything. Now they had they had different um, rituals, they had different um, practices, they had different you know uh, ways of doing uh, these things. Nonetheless, uh, food brought people together, and of course, you know as Father Roger was mentioning that you know native Hawaiian food was actually very much um, fish, seafood, because we are an island. You know, we are in the island, so you know the plenty of, of, of seafood, um, vegetables. You know, taro, um, sugar cane, all of these things. You know, uh, brought brought together, and sweet potato um, was is a big one too. Um, you know, of course, pork. Um, it wasn't really until the, the plantation. So the plantation started, or Europeans started from that, the cows were brought in. So, you know, then um, the, the beef started started to. But pork, mm-hmm. chicken, fish, that was pretty much the, um, the diet of, of the native Hawaiian culture.
1: You know, and then, and of course. And on Kauai,
0: chickens are everywhere. Chickens are everywhere right? on Kauai, Kauai. chickens are <laughs> I, everywhere. I remember yeah. waking up to them yeah, in yeah, the morning. Yeah,
1: we didn't even an alarm. Uh, uh, they caused traffic jams. And they they because the people,
2: people literally stopped for the chickens to cross the road, you know? Uh, that's the so beauty wonderful. of coming from Kauai. So, uh, uh, well, yeah. For, for, so, for the listening audience, is actually I'm, I'm born and raised on the island of Kauai, which is the um, the most northern, the northern island of, of the island chain or the main island chain. And um, it's just you know now living living and working in Honolulu, but yeah, Kauai is always Kauai is home for me. So I'm, I'm glad that the two of you were able to experience you know the yeah. uniqueness of uh, living on on Kauai or.
1: Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, we'll get the pronunciations yeah. right. Correct me if I mispronounce anything. To, or well, you
2: know, um, or
1: Howlis, so, you know,
2: no, 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 no. So for actually, this is so this is. I mean, it's not about food, but this is just the language in general. Sure, sure. Um, all of the other chains, all of the other islands, call it Kauai, but only people from Kauai call it Kauai. Oh, so that's that's, that's how people will know. Like when people will say, oh, "Where are you from?" and also, I'm from Kauai. And they say, Oh, you must be because um, uh, you see it you don't see it as the correct uh, you know, pronunciation, which it should be Kawaii, you know. Um, now,
1: now does anybody has anybody ever told you, Oh, are you from Kauai? <laughs> <or
0: something>? No. <laughs> Kauai, Kauai, Kauai. Ka-u-ai. Ka-u-ai. <laughs> so so quick question quick question Father AJ, going back to the food like what Father Raj and you described with his history, do you feel like this? kind of is taken for granted this understanding of food like not a lot of people know like oh yeah this is where it comes from or is it kind of you you grew up like oh yeah this is this is where food
2: um you know. you know i think maybe the generation coming up now might not have that grasp of that i i would okay so let me okay let me say this my generation is probably the last generation who still remembers the sugarcane Plantation oh, and In the sugarcane area. Because we were probably about 13, 14 years old when at least Lihue Plantation or Kauai closed down. So even though our parents didn't work for the sugarcane plantation, even though we were kind of at the end of the era, majority of us still lived in where the plantations were at one time. Yeah. So we would know, for example, okay, so I'm Filipino, Portuguese, Hawaiian, right? So, we would know when it was a Filipino dish on the table, you know, whether if it was pinakbet or adobo or you know um, tortang talong, you know. And then we would also know when it was a Portuguese dish if it was you know bean soup or codfish or um, you know one of the desserts or whatnot. And and you know, I remember my grandparents kind of you know making us feel proud that this was part of our our um, our ethnicity is part of our culture, you know, even though it was something that was common. You know, I mean, I I think, um, and I don't know, this could just be something from our neighborhood, but like Halloween time, we'd go out trick-or-treating and, you know, we would have like malasadas from the Portuguese houses. We would have... um, uh, Instead of candy? They would give out malasadas? Yeah, they would give out... Malasadas are like
1: full donuts. 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 I'm coming there for Halloween. No, because,
2: because, and we would be disappointed because we wanted candy, but like now
1: as an adult, I'm
2: like, man, like shucks, I should have like, you know, like like my parents enjoyed it, right? You know, so we would have I, like.
1: And if this quarantine is lifted, I, I'm I'm gonna come. I'm coming but yeah, for, uh, nobody, for Halloween. But
2: nobody does that anymore. So it's a oh, dying, no, wow. it's a dying thing. You know,
1: Father EJ, if I come and visit you, I on will make Halloween, you malasadas.
2: Yeah, oh. and you can knock on my door and 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 I'll say trick or treat, and I'll give you malasadas.
1: Oh but, my goodness! You know, so Sounds you know, so you good. would
2: have you know, you would go to like you know the Portuguese houses, you would have malasadas, and you would go to the Philippine houses, they would give like. Um, it would either be like um bitsu bitsu which is the um uh the fried potato sweet potato i don't know i don't know, i think mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know that's even the real word but we would call it bitsu bitsu yeah, um
1: yeah.
2: or like um tabo, tabo or ginataang um the mochi balls um,
1: yeah the um, yeah i don't know what you call the, it the but. drink like you're talking about yeah, like yeah, the yeah, kind yeah. of dessert the, drink, the, dessert the bola drink, bola, bola, the bola, yeah, bola, bola yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah yeah and then um you know, you go to the Japanese house, they'd have all this fancy little Japanese candies and whatnot. Those were good. I used to like those, but um, <laughs> uh, you know, so it's, it's that culture where I feel, and I mean, it's okay because it's of course culture evolves. But I'm sometimes uneasy with it because I feel sometimes that the next generation is forgetting, you know, the sacrifices that was made by our parents and our grandparents and our mm-hmm. great grandparents.
1: Um, well, I mean, and, and there's that, thats um, I, I think, in a lot of different levels, and we've talked a little bit about this on the podcast before, but there is something lost when we don't have that connection uh, to our culture, but also connection to to food anymore, to food, right? When yes, we just, because we everything um, is
2: fast food and you just eat, mm-hmm. you
1: know? And we don't, we don't, we are removed from um, like... The, the work that I put in, you know, like that, that you know, I remember my grandma talking about like, yeah, they didn't have refrigerators, so they would have to every day so, plan out their, their going meal. to the market yeah. and then coming back yeah. and, and all that and... And, you know, that's why we, we even in, in Hawaii or in the Philippines, we have like lots of dried uh, dishes, dried mm-hmm. fishes, those kind of things or things like um, what, what's the dish that um, is it uh, like Lomi Lomi Salmon, which mm-hmm. is like kind of salted like, salmon. Uh, yeah. with Yeah. And salted. Onion. Yeah. So to be able to preserve that. Um, so the work, right. we are removed from that a little bit. And um, so I don't know. Um, hopefully we can. I mean, this is part of the reason why CC and I wanted to start this podcast because we wanted to Remind folks about the connection between um, uh, our identity and, yeah. and food, yeah. and um, you know the scripture talks about food a lot, and we've talked about that in different places. But I think hearing the stories and passing those things on um, is is also powerful in in our our journey as human beings, but even our faith journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks for, for sharing that, Father EJ. Um, great question, Rents. You're um you know you're earning your keep tonight.
0: <laughs> The the beauty yeah. of my questions is that, are we changing well, okay. the? the... You, just, <laughs> you just want me to call you beautiful tonight. I I, I I do I do it's twenty twenty. You're married. Um, You're uh, married. Uh, you tell you your wife beautiful. call you beautiful. Yeah, yes, I'll, I'll ask. You yeah, I'll ask she my wife. Sing it to, to you. She's got a that's wonderful
1: true. voice.
0: Can, that's true. That's true. Beautiful. I never seen beautiful. away.
1: <laughs> so,
0: okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go ask her right away to like, make sure <laughs> that I get – that, <laughs> That's fine.
1: You can leave the computer unmanned for a second just go ask her to send <laughs> you. No, um, All right, awesome. Well, thanks for, for sharing um, some of that with us, Father EJ, about a little bit about the history, the culture, and what can Hawaiian food teach teach us. We're going to get into the section now and where we're going to maybe talk about, and you've lived in Hawaii your, almost practically your whole life, except for the time you were in the seminary, right, mm-hmm. Father E.J.? Yes. So you may have tons of these, but uh, maybe for Rents or for myself, um, any do we have any favorite or interesting or funny Hawaii food memories that we want to share with anybody? Um, I guess I'll start because I see Father E.J. thinking and, and Rents looks like he's thinking maybe... Um, one of, and maybe I'll share a, a few stories, but one of my favorite stories is, um, actually, right before I went to visit Father EJ on that trip, where he took me to the shady um, Simon place that was incredibly <laughs> delicious. It was,
2: uh, it was, by the way, if, if you ever, for those, you know, when, when this whole quarantine thing is always Hamura Simon in Hamura Simon shout-out.
1: Hamura Simon shout-out, yeah. If, um, yeah. Uh, it won't get you anything free, but you can mention the famished you, and fed podcast. When <laughs> don't even, don't even mention
2: Father Ej. Don't even mention Ej. I think Father Ej forgotten on Kauai already. Oh, anyway. no,
1: no. Just bring up <laughs> stories. Well, but right. It's yeah. okay. It was it's um it's really good, really delicious. Humor Simon and um and relatively cheap, right, Father Ej? Yes. Has, I mean, yes. It's, it's a good a good deal. Yes. So there we go. We want to support local businesses, so check yes. it out, Hamura Simon. But on that same trip, uh, that was two thousand, the summer of two thousand nine. Um, I was, uh, I was with some friends in, um, Maui, we were in Maui and, uh, one of my favorite memories, and this is again, speaks about like just totally, um, being connected to your food. And we were literally just driving down we had a friend who, who, had, who has family on, he has a house in Maui and, um, we were just driving uh, around his neighborhood and, and we saw a, a guy unloading fish from his boat. And um, you know, he had a, a cooler with a sign on it that said for sale and and literally um uh we we got up and he was packing up and he had one uh, whole tuna left and um and we we bought it for like I think cheap. And he was like, Yeah, I got a, I got like four or five today. You can have and I think he sold it to us for like sixty bucks or maybe. Oh my a, goodness. The whole tuna, right? Wow. And, and, it, and so that so we were in, in Maui for a few days um, oh, probably a week, and so we were able to, you know, we made um, tuna fillets. Mm-hmm. We made uh, poke out of it, and and it was just like every day we were like, okay, what part of the tuna are we going to eat? And we were we had to cut it. And we, we we knew a little bit. i um, the uh, my friend, shout out to um, to Sean, Stacy, Angela, and Ward. Um, you know, Ward uh, had done some culinary stuff, so we were trying to break down this fish. I was trying to help him break down this fish, and and everybody else was helping out, but we were learning together. And we were pulling up recipes, and we were asking locals, "Okay, what, what can we do with the, the, with this fish?" And we were trying to follow after, but it was just such a real experience of like connected to this guy fished that earlier that day. He got it from the earth, right, from the ocean, right, and um, and then he shared it with us, and, and yeah, he 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 sold it, but that's you know there was value to it, and and then we were able to be sustained by it, and it's always going to be a lasting memory of like, wow, um, I don't know how. If i would have had that experience in, in another place in hawaii it was like yeah it was it was really awesome and 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 we were able to use it and, and cook a bunch of different hawaiian foods right so um
0: yeah that's one of my favorite hawaiian memories that's all that'll always stick with stick with me uh, i'll go first i'll let uh the what do we say the hawaiian honcho go last yeah the uh, hawaiian head honcho i don't know head <laughs> So uh, mine is, you talk about shady experiences, because I also, it reminded me of my experience on Kauai with, with Father E.J. And again, this is all seminary. and <laughs> well, Shady, all these shady <laughs> situations yeah. with Father E.J. Nobody's want yeah. to go to
1: Kauai. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if you want to go on this food
0: tour with Father, <laughs> Father E.J. You need one shady story with Father E.J., that's, that's the, the limit. So my shady story with Father E.J. is that... We were at his parents' house and we were all hanging out. And someone mentioned, "Hey, you know, is anyone hungry?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hungry." And you're like, "All right, let's go to Seven And I'm like, why, "Why? are we going to Seven Like, because like in only here place in the it's
2: state.
0: open at it, midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yes that, that 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 was that was the thing, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll go to Seven Eleven and get something." I was like, "Okay, cool." And for me, I'm like, I grew up really like straight edge, like, you know, in the suburbs and, you know, nothing really crazy or, you know, adventurous. And I remember, I guess it was your your friend from high school said, yeah, let's just get in my truck and let's go. And I'm like, okay, cool. Is it just us two? Like, said, no, like six of us. We're going to go to 7 And it was like, okay, where are we going to fit? Like, sit on the flatbed part of the truck. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was like at like, what's 11 o'clock at night? And I'm like, oh, all right. And I was so like, long. I didn't want to be rude. Yeah, so I'm like, is this, safe? Is this legal? And like, yeah, it's fine. So yeah, I just, in the 11 o'clock at night, it's dark. I get in the flatbed truck and we're just driving to the 7-Eleven. I thought 7-Eleven was like down the street, but it was like yet a oh, five, 10 minute drive away um, through through the fields. And I just remember like, Wow, like looking out, and it was like mostly dark um, in Hawaii. And I was like, "Man, this is actually a really cool experience." Like feeling like the the wind. We got to Seven Eleven, and I got spam musubi, spam musubi that yeah. which they had. And I was like, "What? You could just get this here?" And um, we picked them up, brought them back, and, and that was this that was the midnight snack I had uh, with you and your friends, and on the flatbed truck of Kauai. So yeah, shady times for Jeez. sure. <laughs> Shady times with <laughs> Father Jesus. That's what we're gonna call this episode. Shady, yeah, shady times with <laughs> Father Jesus. It's gonna be called
1: Shady times with Father Jesus.
2: Nobody's gonna want to call.
1: No, but see, every shady time ends with something <laughs> with delicious. With Something delicious, yes. So it does. If that's not a story about our faith. We can go through the shadiest times, but it ends in something delicious isn't, or beautiful.
2: Isn't that the yeah. truth? Isn't that true? I think. Um, for me, actually, um, the experience I, I had that I can think about is... Um, actually, didn't happen in Hawaii. Oh. It was... Um, right. it was uh, Las Vegas. No, me guess no, it was in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas oh, you okay. so sh- have to cut that part out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that.
2: It was the buffet at Caesars Palace. <laughs> no. <laughs> um Raj, I don't know if you remember, but I think it was our second year of theology okay um so we it was a saint pat's and after one of our retreats mm-hmm. we went to andrew father andrew ginter's house
1: yeah
2: in um where did he live Marin
1: in, in Marin county Marin. how somewhere? could we
2: forget how could we forget <laughs> uh, in Marin county and um we just finished our retreat and uh uh Andrew Father Andrew Ginter who was a priest for the Archdiocese the Archdiocese of San Francisco um, <laughs> uh, invited us over to his parents' house. So there was mm. there was the class and there would have to have been at least a, a dozen of us yeah. um, at that point. And of course I I got I didn't get stuck, but I I took charge of preparing the meal as I as I usually did. Mm. And um it was something very sad. I think it was like spaghetti and meatballs. But what happened was um, everybody came in and we all made meatballs you remember that
1: mm, yeah, 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 yeah and
2: um yeah. and it was just it was just it was a fun fun activity i think we we bonded ever closer as a class um mm. from that meal Who, or whoever was at that event i think we became sure, sure. even more closer and i think that's you know kind of like alluding to what what, what we're going to talk about is that me that food brings people together and you know yeah, i totally. i i mixed and i seasoned cuz i wasn't going to trust any of you guys doing all of that
1: but <laughs> so, um, so is that what make cuz i asked about hawaiian food stories so is that what made the the story hawaiian like your sweat in the my meatballs my
2: sweat my sweat in the meatballs <laughs> made, yeah, made it made it hawaiian made, it, made meatballs. It
0: off, <laughs> Hawaii, <laughs> it Anywhere he goes it's a Hawaiian.
2: and but it was it was a really nice no, that's good. you know we um there was a big a huge bowl of of grounded meat hamburger i guess it must yeah, have been yeah, yeah. And um, you know, we all just stood there. We had wine. We had um, you know, poopoos or, or you know, hors d'oeuvres. poo-poo's is, is um, appetizers. Appetizers for um, for in Hawaiian. Uh, you know, we had appetizers. We had wine. We were talking. We were laughing. We were doing something together in unity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then put the meatballs into the sauce, and then and then had a wonderful dinner that evening. Yeah, um, definitely, it was a you know, it was just a great experience. I think that really bonded our class um, together, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, thank, thanks for sharing that, Father EJ. It, it, it's a good memory, and and, and I, I
0: didn't forget about it, but it's nice to be reminded about it and, and to revisit that. Um, yeah, and real quick, if I could ask, so I because it reminds me of I think they this podcast talked about tamales, you know, like in that Mexican culture, like the making of it together is that yeah. communal part. So you talked about meatballs. Is there anything like local Hawaiian or native Hawaiian that oh, is, you has know, that communal aspect? Uh, like wrapping
2: wrapping la wrapping is a whole family mm. is a whole family mm. um thing, and um I have you know cousins that will do that's their usually la is a New Year's Eve dinner. You know, and so they get together, you know, two or three days, two or three nights before New Year's Eve, um, a bunch of them, um, and they get together and they wrap lao You know, somebody has to cut the pork, somebody has to season, somebody has to cut the leaves, somebody has to wash the leaves, somebody has to put it together and wrap, you know, in a certain way, and everybody just kind of has their part um, to awesome. do that.
1: Yeah. I'm going um, to skip around in our show notes because it's something that you, you I think it relates to, to another question. Um, so and you're talking about this, and you're talking about the meal and, and, and us sharing together and and Renz mentioned it like you know a lot of different cultures we have this communal aspect to it um, for those that don't know and, and for, for most priests in the diocese in the United States, we need to get a um, an undergrad degree in philosophy or a certificate in philosophy before we move on to theology and so um, actually the three of us uh, rentz myself and and father e j we finished our undergrad at uh, Mount Angel Seminary in uh In Oregon, and um, part of our program was we needed to write a capstone, and Father E.J.'s capstone was actually on food. It was on um, I think I think we were trying to remember it. It was called Communio, the power um, of the the meal, the power power of of the meal, meal. yeah, Yeah. Communio, the power of the meal, and um, so yeah, the sense of 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 food being shared and broken, and we've talked about a little bit about this in the podcast already, um, but how how important that is, so. Um, Father, could you share maybe a little bit more wisdom from your capstone or is something you think that might be important for us to kind of um, hear about?
2: You know, um, but as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, you know, food has always played a very important role uh, for me and for my family. You know, we, we used to have, you know, these huge, you know, family gatherings and, you know, food and cooking and, and everything. And so and I know, you know, food, the, the, the role that food plays in our culture here in Hawaii is very, very important. So when I was thinking about a capstone to you know, culminate my my college years, um, in Mount Angel, I really wanted to bring something that was from my culture, um, from who I am, but also of course part of the faith. So communion, the power of the meal, and so what I did was I I my my paper, my study was on you know the the links and the um the connections between the meal at home and the Eucharistic meal at church uh, and its similarities. And, you know, one of the things that I recall as part of writing, I do don't I don't—I really don't remember if I put this in my thesis or not, but um, was something that, you know, growing up, all of us or many of us grew up, and this is part of our culture as well, going growing, going, to um, Misa de Gallo or Simangabi. And I remember the priest would always say, well, you know, from La Misa to La Mesa, um, because there would always be a great feast after the, after the, the mass uh, for the novena of, of Christmas. Um, so looking at those, those similarities. And so what would that similarities be? Well, you know, you look at the meal at the dinner table in the kitchen, you know, and I, I forget what pope or what document it said that, um, you know, next to the altar, the, the kitchen table is the most sacred place in the, in the home. Um, so also focusing on the domestic church. Um, but you know, looking at the at the at the regular meal around the dinner table, okay, what happens? People gather, people talk, right? People, you know, ask for forgiveness. People are pardoned. You know, stories are told, and then you know, the sacrifice that is put into the meal. Somebody had to stand over that hot stove or that hot or or in that hot oven. Um, you know, the animal that is sacrificed. Uh, to provide you know all of these things, and then that brings together that family or that those friends that are together uh, they're unified in this one dish or dishes um, that they can enjoy and partake of. So you link that to to the liturgy, and you link that to the Eucharist well what what happens there well it's both it's both celebration, it is a sacred meal, but it 's also a sacrifice. Um, you know, people gather, people tell stories, people mm. ask for forgiveness. And then what happens is you move to the, to the kitchen table, the altar, um, and bread and wine, our sacrifice, um, is offered and it is sacrifice and it is true transubstantiation and the power of the Holy Spirit that, you know, Christ becomes present and his sacrifice is made known, um, again. And we recall his, his, um, those salvific actions um, in it, and then what do we do? We partake of the bread mm-hmm. that is, you know, the, the, his body and his blood, the bread and the wine, um, and we are unified not only with him but with one another. Um, and and then from there we are what? We're sent forth, you know. We go, uh, and we look forward to the next time when we when we can gather again uh, to do that. You
1: know, that's great, uh, Father EJ, and and. and um... You know, uh, it's, it's what our podcast is about, being, you know, coming together for something because we need something, we desire something, we're looking for something from other people, whether that's reconciliation or, or community or family Beauty, yes. or fraternity yeah. and um, you know, enjoyment Beauty, rinse, beauty. Um, beauty I yes, came, I, I, I came tonight, even though it's, we had to schedule this in a time that worked for Father EJ <laughs> and also us. And so it's, it's later <laughs> Thank tonight you. that we're recording. finally. I, you know, I made Sorry, that sacrifice because I wanted to see Rents' beauty. <laughs> 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 I wanted to share in this. There you go. I admitted it. I wanted to share in this beauty with you all. But we we're looking for something, and time and time again, whether that's in our family or whether that's in the Eucharist, most fully, the Lord feeds us. Right, mm. famished. And fed. Yep, that's that's our podcast. That's why we're doing it. Go ahead, Renz.
0: Amen. And I'll just say, uh Amber and I we, we definitely pray for our priest friends, for you oh, guys, thanks. the ones that we've met, uh, because we know how hard it is. I mean, you you talking about how the mass is a meal. I just think of those times like the very few times where I've like cooked something, like very few, like whether it's like a dessert or bake, and like I, I've like like for my bread for example, I've done it where I've like made bread and then I'm like the only one eating it. And it's like kind of sad. I'm like, ah, oh, I want to give this to people, but I, I can't because you know quarantine right. and things like that. I can't really give that to them. And I can't imagine what you guys as priests are because, as you said, the meal is is meant to be shared. Your mm-hmm. your cooks, yeah. your chefs, your leaders, and I, I, we, Amber and I, feel for you and pray for you because I I know it's not easy through this time. Just as we, as the faithful, want the Eucharist and want to be fed, I know your guys' calling and vocation is to feed us, and um. So I I know it's uh, definitely not easy, but and I thank you for you know, I know virtual masses out there and I know some, both of you uh, have done virtual yeah. masses, but I know, so it's not the same. It, it's, it's like, it's like watching the, the cooking same. network. It is. It is. It is. I mean, there's other graces yeah, yeah. and there's some
1: beauty and then the Lord is feeding us in other ways. We've talked about that in other episodes, but yeah. but thanks, Rance. It's, it's, no, it, it's um, it means a lot. We're sustained by our prayers. Yeah. yeah. We're saying we're sustained by your prayers, I should say. And um, so thank you to Rance and Amber Grace and to, to all you all who are praying for us priests it, it means a lot. And, and we hope to still continue to, to nourish you guys, um, not with our own bread, but with, with whatever God allows us to give to you guys. So um, thank you, Rents. Amen. Okay. All right. On that beautiful note, I'm gonna, um, we're going to switch gears. Father AJ, real quick, is there anything you want to share with us about culinary school maybe that, that you think is important or that you learned about the faith? Or if you don't oh, have anything, well, we can... Oh, <laughs> well, you know,
2: um, okay. So yeah, so I did do what? A year and a half, almost two years of culinary. So I, I was a... Semester short of getting my associate's degree, but I Uh discerned out and I said, okay, and then I worked full time, and that was when I started my discernment to the seminary. But I realized um, when I was working in, you know, I mean, you know, all through high school, I was always faithful. You know, I didn't miss Mass on Sunday. You know, I was always involved in the church, Um, you know, all of these other things. And I realized when I went to culinary school and I started working in the industry that. Um, many times, you know, I wasn't able to go to mass on Sunday because of work schedules. You know, um, and I, it was a Good Friday that I had to work, and that kind of was a tipping point. And I said, "Oh my God, you know, I um, it's Good Friday, and I you're not supposed to work. You know, this is you're you're not supposed." And so that was one of the pivotal moments that kind of brought me to the realization that god is calling me to something else um you know and because i said like you know in in that industry you know i work weekends i work holidays you know um and i wasn't satisfied but mm-hmm. now i still work weekends and holidays <laughs> and you know I, but i am satisfied you know so sure. there is a higher that a higher higher thing so i'm glad that i did go to culinary school because that it made me realize you know that um it was part of my discernment that, you know, perhaps maybe I was supposed to have gone in at 18, um, you know, but maybe God allowed me to to do that, to realize.
1: Well, thank you, Father, for sharing a little bit about that. Um, we did talk a little bit about priesthood and, and food and anything, but I did have, I was doing my research and I was seeing, um, this is, um, you know, I saw that you were on, um, mm-hmm. uh, maybe was it was like months ago or something. You and your brother priest were like prepping food on Instagram for to distribute to somebody during this um. Uh, to, to distribute to the community. Yes, and, uh, you look really joyful. So, what you, you know, what was that part of your priesthood? What were you guys doing on on Instagram?
2: So, I mean, you know, we, you know, as as I mean, our whole country shut down. You know, the whole months of March, April, March, April, and me, and um, myself and some brother priest of mine, uh, Father Alfred. You guys know Father Alfred. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just felt that it wasn't right and just for us to be simply sitting in our rectories. Um, celebrating our daily masses online, and I'm not I'm not dissing any priest that did that. You know, whatever you know, two EJ's own. But you know, we we felt that we needed to go out and do something to make use of our time uh, and and make good use of our time. So um, you know, Father Alfred is over at the Newman Center at the University, which is like half a mile away from me. Um, I'm over here in, in in Honolulu area, and so we. Got together with the other pastor of St. Augustine's in Waikiki, Father Lean, Um, and they have a daily, I think now it's Monday to Saturday, um, a lunch, a soup kitchen for the homeless um, in the area. And um, if you haven't known, homelessness is a big issue uh, here in Hawaii um, for whatever reason. They're actually, I remember a few years, they actually called it an epidemic um, because of the homelessness, um, the homeless problem here and so we we got together we didn't go every day but you know we would try to go at least once at least once a week uh to serve food to those who are hungry And the thing is you know they saw you know that's what you have the lay volunteers for you know but um how can the lay volunteers come out when they're quarantined or they're on lockdown and most of them are elderly as well too so it was we felt it was up to us to step up to the plate and you know be on the front lines um Mm sacrificing ourselves and our time um, to serve in this sort of way. Um, So it was very, very fulfilling. You got to learn, you got to hear stories. um, Mm -hmm. You got to see um, humanity um, at its finest and brokenness, broken humanity at its finest. Um, And just to be present among them, you know, uh, we didn't go in our clerics. but. I think they knew, they knew who we were already, but, you know, they just knew who we were here. So oh, the Padres are here, you know, mm-hmm. but just that to serve and just to see Christ in, in those who are struggling, less fortunate, you um, know, many ways, you, 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 you tend to see yourself even in what you're lacking, you know, what, what makes you uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. And it, for me, it was, it was not only only serving food and get getting food and, you know, handing it out, but it was also, you know, kind of like thinking about because you had a lot of time to think, you know, in those three months of um of, of, oh, of lockdown, you know, why mm-hmm. was I uncomfortable with that situation? Mm-hmm. You know, what what what's going on in me for that sense. So it was very, very rewarding, very, very fulfilling. I you know, I wish I, I as soon as school starts and everything, you know, I, I do want to try and once we get into a normal, whatever normal is, um sure. sure. Schedule to continue that work.
1: Well, well, thank you, Father E.J. It's a good example for, for all of us priests. I know I, when I saw it, I was like, oh man, that's, that's beautiful. And it, it was edifying for me to see my brother priests getting out there and, and, and giving of themselves in that way. So uh, thank you for that. I'm sure the community was thankful for that. And, and um, you know, it was an inspiration for me. So, um, awesome. I, we're going to continue sharing these stories. I actually have a few more Hawaii stories. We'll save them for the next Hawaii episode um, when we have CC on here and everything. Um, we're going to get to these last couple things that we have uh, we normally do here on... Um, on Famish and Fed, on Famine Fed, um, we do normally a taste test, and so this one was tough, because as you may have heard in our previous episodes, I was recently reassigned to um, to the middle of nowhere, uh, Anderson, California, <laughs> oh, God bless, God bless my reassignment. I don't think any of my prisoners listen to this podcast. I, I, was, I was about to um, say, they, how
0: do they feel about living in nowhere? That's that hurts. I know. I'm, I
1: apologize. It's not nowhere. It's still beautiful, and it's... Um, but... Uh, it, it did make it difficult when I was trying to talk with Father Ej. Okay, what can I cook? What can you know? What can I do? Yeah, and, like and, I, and
2: I forgot that you were all the way out there. I, you know, yeah. I just
1: you know, I <laughs> so I went to the local grocery store trying to find ingredients, and I'm like, nope, can't make that. Was there even an <laughs> Asian?
2: Was there even an Asian
1: section? There was an Asian section, so um, so you guys can see it here on the thing. I'll post a picture, but I made so Father Ej recommended some. Um, he said spam. So if you don't know, spam is a is, is, is huge in um in Hawaii. Hawaii, um, and so he, he wants you to do something like a, a poke style spam. spam? Wait, so what? He made, <laughs> yeah, he gave me some recommendations of using some you know, uh, for kake seasoning, which I was able to. I had, and then um, and then also to to grill it up with some. Uh, to make some, you know, sushi style rice or poke style rice and and uh, grill up the spam with some teriyaki sauce and stuff. So it's 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 kind of a take on like what I can make that was Hawaiian style. So <laughs> I know some of our our listeners out there are missing our um, I haven't tasted this yet, so I don't, you know, it's my own cooking and it's really, you know, it might be offend myself but um you know some of our listeners they have they haven't had <laughs> they've been looking forward to our ASMR, we, you know, so we I'm just going to go dig in right here. So this is a Poke style spam, um, Hawaii style spam, a rice bowl here. I can make rice. That that's one thing for sure I can do. So um, let's see how. I don't know if this is gonna pick up on the microphone. We're gonna try, but so it's and, got a good texture. It's good. Yeah, I think your your decision to um, your recommendation to to saute the spam with a little bit of a of the teriyaki sauce. I think was really good. Um, I tossed in, you didn't recommend this, but I tried to make the rice a little bit more. Um, uh, I added some rice vinegar to the rice. Oh, to give okay, it a yeah. yeah a yeah, some, yeah. little bit more flavor. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: How good um, you? <laughs> oh, I'm mean, the, <laughs> the, the recipe. The <laughs> integrity. It's not the same. It, 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 oh, it's tradition, delicious. Actually, tradition. Tradition.
2: <laughs>
1: actually, haven't had, um, I haven't had dinner yet, so I'm going to take another bite so our ASMR fans can get ready for this. You can hear maybe a little bit of the texture of the spam, the, the rice, all that stuff, and um, maybe me biting the fork. But here goes another bite. I
0: don't know. Father, Father. Father EJ, do you know what ASMR is? Huh? Do you know what ASMR is? ASMR, no. D- uh, so did, are you finding what Father Raj is doing really weird? <laughs> he
1: probably does. <laughs> he probably thinks really well, That's, that's kinda You're why really closer That's the kinda microphone. why
2: that's kinda why I'm checking my Instagram right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to take I don't away listen. the awkwardness. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, thank you for the taste test, Father EJ. We weren't able to do a real taste test. I had to cook for myself, but that was great. Um I'm gonna eat the rest of that after this podcast. But thanks for the the recipe and the suggestion and um that was our taste test. Hopefully one day we'll be able to do a taste test live, have Father EJ cook for myself and see yes. you sometime. Yeah. Field trip to field trip to Hawaii. He can take us to a shady place. <laughs> shady um, shady trip, truck bed. Right. Uh, I know Father EJ was a little scared for this and which means he, he hasn't listened to our podcast before, so that's okay. I'm not no offense. No, I'm not offended, Father. EJ, that you haven't listened to our other episodes, <laughs> but we do this thing called the snack attack at the end of every episode, okay. where we ask you, um, where we ask our guests questions, and then usually there's a friendly wager of some some sort, or I, I tell you I'm going to get you something, or um, so. Um, what what can I? What so can it's I like gambling. Someone yes ooh, yes. Ooh. <laughs> well, Father is like part of that. Um, <laughs> Um, so, so I'm going to basically ask you, uh, a question and you have to answer it within a certain time limit okay. and, and all that
0: stuff. Um, that's how that's gonna work, but I, I want to come up with a wager first. Um, it should be that EJ, if you don't answer enough questions, then you have to send Raj actual Asian food. To... No, I have to send you a, send care, a package. care package. Care I will. Package. Yeah, okay, okay. we'll, we'll,
1: we'll, well wager that. But I wanted to give him something. So what if? So if um, what do you miss from the mainland? Well, what, why don't you send me a
2: squirrel or something? You know, a <laughs> <from the mainland? laughs>
1: Are there no squirrels
2: in Hawaii? No, there's no squirrels in Hawaii. No squirrels and no snakes, huh? No squirrels, and no. Thank God, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No squirrels, no snakes in Hawaii. I will not send you a squirrel because I don't want to be responsible for highly uh, uh, illegal, <laughs> like English you're breaking me, like yeah. customs. And... Uh, but is there anything you're missing from out here? Any um, from the mainland? I know mean, you can probably get most of it on. How, how about
2: but... okay, okay, a, a care package from me, okay, or okay. um. Bottle of
1: wine. Okay. Where do you want from Costello? Yes, please. Okay. I can do that. We can. So, (laughs) so if you, okay. So, this is where we're going to drop it in. We're ready for that. We've got the wager set in place. This is our Hawaii food episode snack attack. Drop the sound by right now, Ethan. This is our snack attack. Father EJ, um, our question for you, we already mentioned it earlier. We know that spam is a, a commodity in, in, Hawaii. Lots of people uh, eat spam. I think the facts are about six million cans of spam are eaten each, each year, year in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, that's about five cans per person every year. Do okay. you think you eat about five cans per person? Or for, did you think you eat about five cans every year, Father EJ? No,
2: not really. I'm not. I'm not really a spam. I'll eat it if I have to, oh, okay. or if I'm really, really craving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like in a musubi but, or something. Yeah, like in a
2: musubi, but like I, that's that's a really rare thing, too.
1: Okay, yeah. well then maybe I picked the wrong quiz question. For you, but <laughs> I'm gonna um, so I'm, put, I'm putting on ninety seconds on the clock. Okay, um, um, and in ninety seconds, you have to tell me um, you have to get seven, at least just seven. So this is less than half. Seven okay. out of fifteen. You have to get um, currently according to Hormel. What are there? There are fifteen current varieties of spam. spam okay. And you have to name at least seven, seven of, them. of them. Okay. And um, but you and we're not talking like the different. Um, we're just talking different flavors. Flavors, yeah. Not like okay. Not spam like spam singles. And
2: not like spam light
1: um that may count so if you want to say that later okay, like, okay. so whatever's in the normal can but like not spam fries okay. and not spam spread okay. we've got these weird products yeah, but everything that comes in that like you know rectangular shape, shape can the blue the blue and gold shape. can yeah yeah but it's different colors for the different flavors so okay. i've got
0: all 15 flavors here in front of me you're gonna do the time yeah okay. i'll do time and i'll count it every 15 seconds
1: okay. how long you said 90 seconds you get 90 mm-hmm. seconds yeah all right, so is on the rentch is ready for the clock. Um, all right. All right. This is the snack attack.: Three,
2: two, one, go. Okay, you got spam, spam light. You got okay. Uh, Toscino. Portuguese sausage. Okay. garlic.. Okay. Um, teriyaki.
1: Yeah. Um, jalapeno. Jalapeno, I think you're, is that seven already? Yeah. Wow, you did, you, that was, you found wow, super fast, <laughs> yeah. That was all <laughs> valid, I, I, um, I, I don't have the list, but is that all? Yeah, well no, he got, Um. so, so I'm going to open up the list right now. You spam. Yeah, you got seven, you got seven, I got it right here, you got Spam, spam you got Spam Light, like, uh, Jalapeno, Jalapeno, Portuguese teriyaki, sausage, teriyaki, Portuguese sausage, Tocino, you said Tocino, and Garlic. Garlic, yeah. Uh, and the other ones that you missed were Less Sodium. Right, oh so yeah, it's different than than spam. Light. Who likes Less that sodium. one though? Like I do so, you eat some? <laughs> um, you also miss. So these are the other ones you missed. with cheese. Ooh, okay. Chorizo.
2: Oh yeah, I just seen that one in the grocery store the other day.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black pepper. Really? Yeah, there's a one that's just black pepper. I guess added. Um, hot and spicy, which is different than jalapeno. So oh, hot and okay. spicy. Hickory smoke. I seen that one too. Uh, Oven roasted turkey. And bacon. I seen so, the bacon one too, yeah. The spam spam bacon, yeah. So uh but you you knock that out of the park for somebody who doesn't really like spam. That's how that's how much that's how spam, spam. Like
2: they have like a whole freaking aisle of spam in each grocery <laughs> store. Pardon my language, but that's true, and uh, you know, but they have a whole aisle of of spam and spam products, you know.
1: Yeah it's just so part of the culture that it, that was super easy for you. Well, I guess I'm sending you a bottle of wine oh, from Castellonio oh, Morosa from here in California. I'll ship it. I actually think I have a bottle at the house, so oh, I can I, I just need to find a a um, a wonderful, I need to package it well and I'll send that out to you father easy or you can come over here and and Pick share up. it with me when the time is right. You know, I right. would,
2: I would love that. It's just that I would, when I come back, I would have to take 2 weeks off right now, so Oh yeah. And I would true. I would love that too, but I don't know if if, if the people would the people or my vicar
1: people. of clergy, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently your bishop would be okay. It's your vicar. That's it's the it. vicar of
1: clergy there. <laughs> well wonderful. Well that was great. Um, you know, um thank you for answering you, you nailed the the snack attack and um it was um some might say you were spam uh, spamazing. spam
0: Uh spam
1: tacular <laughs> Spam, fantastic, <laughs> the
0: fantastic head on um, honcho Hawaii.
1: You were very, um, you were very, uh, you did very fine apple. I'm sorry, that's really bad. <laughs> oh my god, we do a lot of puns here on on famished and Oh fin, um, If you haven't heard, so uh, but um, oh, that really, I, we can't leave this episode. This will be the last thing we uh, end this episode on. Like uh, from a from a true Hawaiian resident,
0: pineapple on pizza? No. Oh wow. That was just divine. man, that's a, that's, first.
2: A, that's a mortal sin.
0: Oh mortal, mortal
2: sin. Go to confession if you <laughs> Oh
1: from from the mouth of Father EJ, no pineapple on pizza. <laughs> you you yeah, just yeah, lost you, half of you your fam and foot followers. Your- <laughs> <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> no. They just they that's just oh, Father you, EJ. I you know, it, you know I'm on the fence it, still. We'll talk about that my, in our uh, pizza, pizza, pizza pizza episode. You we'll have to ask Father Jeremy. We'll have to ask Father yeah, Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy. connoisseur about yeah, pineapples on pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we're coming here to the end of the episode, Father EJ. Anything you want to share with our listeners any anywhere they can see you or listen to you, follow you on TikTok. What's your TikTok handle? Uh,
2: the TikTok is at Da Fada EJ. Da,
1: oh, ej, da, ej, da EJ. And then um, okay. we'll put it in our show information. Yeah, and, and then the Instagram social. I think the Instagram is Fr resin, toll, something, and a bunch of numbers. And yeah, of, I think it's 796. We'll yeah. We'll yeah. post it. We'll post it on our social wall. Well, thanks Father EJ. Um, thank, thank you. you for joining us. Thank you. Renz, thank you for co-hosting tonight yes, and producing multitasking. Um, and for being you beautiful. For making so beautiful.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. I'm glad it come full circle and we've, we've reached conversion in this, in this one. But yeah, that awesome. no, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me too. As a, as a backup. Well, um,
1: um, uh, aloha and mahalo, uh, everyone. And, um, you know, this is where CC would normally start the ending, but I guess I'm gonna have to do both parts tonight. Um, uh, come to the table and stay
0: fed, fam. Peace. Peace. Famine Fed is a production of Urban Picks, all things to all. You can find all of our content on our website, www.urbanpicks.com slash faminefed. Please like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to contact us, send us an email at faminefedaturbanpicks.com or leave us a comment on the Urban Picks website. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.